Hey, what's going on, all you cool cats and kittens? <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> going on everybody thank you for tuning into gizmo's corner yet again if it's yo buddy it must be nikita hey i mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> what's that i mean yeehaw smokes and <laughs> well we'll get into that a little bit later guys <laughs> and uh also joining us here on yo buddy here in gizmo's corner coming back for his second debut been a while Jake, welcome back to the corner, man. Hell yeah. Thanks for having me back. Of course, of course. Uh, so this, uh, you know, our main topic today, we're going to be digging into the Tiger King, the latest phenomenon that hit Netflix uh, during our quarantine period. Uh, I thought, Jake, after talking to you, I'm so happy you watched it because if anyone uh, can share in light, especially with animals, you have the most knowledge <laughs> out of everybody I know when it comes to animals. So this well, is this, this is going to be a good uh Good, good conversation. I think I, uh, I have a fair amount of opinions on this documentary for sure. <laughs> oh, and after hearing about it for the last uh, week or so, and then especially after you told me about it, I was like, "Well, now I definitely have to watch it." It was just so weird. Like everybody was talking about it, but nobody was saying what it was about, and I was like, "I don't know if I should watch it." But uh, thanks for recommending it. <laughs> yeah, and overall, and that's what it's. It's nice you say that too, because that's one of the things. When if anyone, the people that I have asked about it, they're like, "What's that?" It's like I don't know if I can explain it. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Even if you yeah. could, you shouldn't. It's kind of. Yeah. It's a little hard to explain this whole thing. Oh man. Yeah. Where do you but, start? Yeah. So. <laughs> But hey, how how have you guys been doing? I know like we chatted a little bit before coming on here, but uh, how you guys holding up? Is, you know, everything going okay? Pretty good. I pulled a Britney Spears two weeks in, and I shaved my head. <laughs> for, for the first time in a decade and a half, my head is shaved, uh, and it's blue now. <laughs> I dyed my hair blue, my, courtesy of my girlfriend. Love you, Emily. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's pretty cool, man. I think I'm doing pretty well. How about you guys? Bro, you're part of a you're part of a trend. A lot of people are shaving their heads. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not a hairstylist, unfortunately. I can't cut hair like that, especially not my own hair. So, yeah, I, don't know, I can give a killer fade. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel oh, yeah. so bad for everybody who didn't get a haircut before all this like got real here, and then it's like now they're just stuck with like not being able to get a haircut for yep. you know yeah. however long. Luckily, I got mine like a week before. Yeah. It got real. I, 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 I cut my own hair, so I'm, that's like one of the things I'm, I'm good with. God, I wish I could do that. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah bro. I, I cut my Is own hair. Is that why your hair looks fucked up all the time? <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Please don't kick me off the show. All right. So, Jake, yeah, this is going to be me and you going forward, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's funny. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Your hair looks great, man. I yeah, see those does. tears building up. Yo, chill out, chill out. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, come on, man. Chill out, chill out. Seriously, it's all good. <laughs> oh, uh, man. But, yeah, man, wild wild times we're in right now. It's, uh, yeah. you know, it's some scary stuff going on out there. I'm just glad you guys are, you know, doing good. It was funny. You were saying that, and I said, yep. And I, in my head, it popped, what popped up in my head was King of the Hill. And then, you know, how they, it's four of them. They stand there sipping beers. Yep. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I uh, kind of made it a, uh, you know, more modern times, and I pictured them standing six feet apart. <laughs> <laughs> that that nail, social distancing, man, and got that tight king and everything going on. <laughs> oh, that, that dang old quarantine, man. That dang old social distancing, man. Six feet apart. Come on now, that dang old, dang old. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where you guys live. Um, if you live in like apartments, townhouses, uh, like a suburb, I live in like the suburb neighborhood. We have our own separate house. Um, now it's it's pretty nice. It's like middle class, maybe a little bit nicer, uh, give or take. And yeah, I mean, people. It's a pretty active neighborhood. But ever since this fucking quarantine thing happened, ever since we were told to stay indoors and not leave unless you absolutely have to. Boy, I have never seen more people walking on these fucking streets yeah. than now. And it's it's bad. This neighborhood has a problem. I'm sorry, guys. I'm going on a little rant here. But this neighborhood <laughs> has a problem where we have pretty good sidewalks. And because of that very fact that we have nice sidewalks, everybody decides to walk in the street. Oh and my it's like my, my, my girlfriend and I, we get, we get annoyed, especially when it causes a road hazard. So we decided to start playing chicken with these people. And uh, my my car is loud. I have a very loud aftermarket horn and a br- bunch of bright lights and stuff. And I'm I'm not afraid to play chicken with some people, you know. And I'm I, I've scared a few people, uh, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. But dude, now with this quarantine, it's like everybody is out, and it's like you know now nobody trusts anybody. It's like mm-hmm. oh my god, oh my god, like give me the eyes, like you got the plague. <laughs> so if, if you see two two like groups of people especially walking toward each other on the same side of the sidewalk it's 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 kind of funny i mean we my girlfriend and i were guilty of it today when we went on a walk you know you one group is gonna like walk into the street and <laughs> stay obnoxiously <laughs> far away from the other people or, like they're gonna cross the street that's like, this is kind of funny if, if there were any other circumstances that would have been rude as and you probably would have got the shit beat out of you. <laughs> yeah, but. yeah, yeah. But na- now, man, like you, I go into the grocery store. It's like you, uh, you keep your distance, man. It's it's not even uh, a, you know. Did you, did you hear about that one lady who fucking coughed? I don't know. I think I don't know if it was a prank or whatever. Oh, she, she coughed all over the all over fruit, all the produce, yeah. and like, yeah. it was like five grand worth of damage. Like, bruh. Come <laughs> on. The, like the, the pranks and the pranks, like these fucking teenagers. I mean, I understand. I was I was a teenager, a pretty bad one too. I did some crazy yeah. shit. Like, don't don't give them that. Don't don't give them that. They're they're dumb. <laughs> no, no, they're fucking idiots. I was a fucking idiot too. I'm not giving them shit. <laughs> but I I just don't get it, man. This is this is a certain time and place, and there's always gonna be somebody who's <clears throat> fucking up for the rest of us. But yeah, people like kids going around like licking shit. Like the yeah. one guy licking the the entire shelf full of deodorant and everything, yeah. and uh, the yeah, ice cream too. What yeah, about that the ice Instagram cream. Girl? That Instagram girl licking a toilet airplane, or airplane toilet seat. Oh, oh and then she gives a double V. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if Ew. this was just bullshit or not. But afterwards, I ended up like seeing this article. It's like Instagram influencer girl who got famous for licking an airplane toilet gets corona. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did she get it? I don't know. I didn't click it because I didn't want to like have my computer get anally raped by a virus but <laughs> I, don't, I don't click on that shit but it's, it's just one of those it's one of those uh titles you know because everyone only reads the titles now yeah so. how about those uh kids on spring break down in florida you know the way uh, hey, if i get corona i get corona yo it's not gonna keep me from partying you know i've been waiting like three months for this so- so. I, I I just I felt dumber after watching those like the interviews they do with yeah. the cameras. It's yeah. ridiculous. 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know if it's serious, man. And bro, after not. that, there was uh, there was articles. Uh, a good chunk of them ended up getting corona. You know, like sure. it's not it's not a not a joke. Now th- this is a, this is another thing. This is another thing that I'm concerned because I have my own standalone house with a porch, a front yard, and a backyard, and we're probably about like 15 feet from like from our house to the next house over. Mm. So we got a little bit of space, but I'm I'm just wondering because like now everybody's outside and people are doing yard work, sitting on their porches, and I'm thinking. What if I'm sitting on my porch with my girlfriend and her 90-year-old grandmother, whom we have to protect from this? What if we're just sitting there and there's a nice calm breeze and our fucking hippie neighbors next door fucking decide to start coughing because they're smoking too much ganja and and, and, and we get it? Because um, they say when you cough, it's like a nine-foot bubble, whatever, around you. Because it's airborne to an extent. And I guess if, uh, if the wind, if wind was to carry it, I yeah, I, I don't know too much about like the contagious acts aspect of it. I know it is surface based um, as far as airborne. I'd if they're coughing from their porch, I think you're good. But, but again, I, I, I don't know a whole lot about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not a scientist either. But uh, <laughs> from my from my understanding, it it's when you cough, you release these very 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 small little droplets and they float in the air it's like if you ever saw someone sneeze in snow and slow-mo you see all this fucking yeah. like like a mist every single one, yeah well it's just a bunch of those little air droplets that are floating and i mean they say a sneeze can travel up to like 15 feet dude i mean we sneeze pretty pretty aggressively some of us <laughs> myself included and it's like if that mist just happened to get caught in a nice breeze if the, if the conditions were right man i, I could totally see it where that shit would float its way on over and molest my nasal cavity. <laughs> get all up in that booty <laughs> hole. <laughs> uh, Jake, Jake, you're probably the smartest person on this call. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, what, he's what, got the best haircut too. Fuck this trip. Jake is not only the smartest; he's also the most handsome. <laughs> oh my god! I, I, thank I, you. I see now where we lie, Rob. That's <laughs> not where we lie. <laughs> uh, okay. People are are not getting it out there doing dumb things did you guys see the uh the gal gadot video where she got a bunch of the celebrities together to sing imagine oh yeah i have not seen that you have <laughs> not actually, i no. will say i will say you're <laughs> lucky just because that song was stuck in my head for like five oh, days no. after so like i go to sleep and i'm like imagine mm-hmm. then i wake up Imagine, uh, Wait, like I just oh, so out of this my head. has happened before. The people, celebrities have done this before. Uh, like they all got together and sang this song. Last time something crazy happened, I, not like to this scale, but like, what, what the fuck was it? Uh, I remember hearing about it. it was like yeah, early two thousand tens. Yeah, I mean, they 12, anytime, anytime something bad happens, celebrities get together and like that. They, yeah, they, they go, oh, look at us, we're all fancy and rich, and we didn't get yeah. impacted by this, but we're going to show generosity, so we can have a tax write off. Yeah, yeah, what was it? I think, I think after nine eleven, like a bunch of yeah. singers got together and they sang Marvin Gaye's. Uh, what's that song? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They all got together and sang that. I like thought the, so. I thought a bunch of them got together and sang Imagine specifically the the John Lennon song, right? Yeah, Imagine bro. All yeah. People, yeah, John. That song is beaten to death by. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, know, the, the significance. <laughs> the significance is there, and I understand. It's a song that yeah. means a lot, especially in times like this. But like. Yeah, that, that is kind of like 
cliche. Like you would get together and sing that. Or, or, or even better, get together and sing Under Pressure by Queen. <laughs> you know, yeah. so. Not only is it cliche, but it's it's really not the best song to sing during no, something like it this. Is yeah. not. It is absolutely not. And just, like, I get the idea of, like, the solidarity of it all and everybody, you know, is doing their own thing and why not sing a nice song and try to, I guess, like, humanize celebrities or whatever they're doing. But it's just, like... Humanize them. Robots. (laughs) Reptilians. It's just weird because it's, like, it's just uncomfortable and, like, almost cringy to watch, I don't know, every time. For sure. Just weird. It, it was it was definitely cringeworthy. I think that's that's the perfect phrasing of it of what's yeah. been going around. But I, I do I do feel a little bad for the celebrities because they did have good intentions for it. It's just certainly, certainly. You, you should have picked a better song. Yeah. <laughs> or but like, I mean the opening line is imagine there's no heaven. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're all Scientologists. Duh. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, with that man, also like another thing going around the webs. Uh, you guys, uh, Nick. I, I, well, I've sent it to both of you. The. Oh God. The the prank. Oh, don't say it. Don't the, say it. Don't hey. say it. <laughs> the. <laughs> uh, I'll Just say this. Say I'll say this with taste. Uh, if you've been with pranked taste. by this, you <laughs> have you been penetrated by this meme yet? <laughs> Some people might have received a link where it says, like, for me, it said a uh, local hospital has a case of Corona and like or something to that nature. Like it, it was about with what's going on right now. I don't know, know. People got it as a link. I thought it was just kind it, of oh, that's how it started, bro. It started as a link. So when you when you see, click I didn't on, get that luxury when you sent it to me. <laughs> I, know, I just sent it right to you. When you click on the link, it brings you to a page of this very, very big black man with a very, very. Oh. <laughs> big dong that is very very uncircumcised <laughs> yo why do you have to add that in <laughs> i'm mad you went into detail yo i'll be honest rob i'll be honest my, 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 my phone screen is huge and there was a lot of detail there but i did not once notice or, or care to look to see whether he was circumcised or not so i i, I gotta give it to you man i i, I appreciate your uh precision with these sort of matters gizmo well well my friends if it was just the link <laughs> uh i oh, probably God. wouldn't have noticed but then oh. a lot of people started photoshopping this man into a lot of uh, <laughs> into a lot of photos like i've gotten pictures of him being a catcher at a oh, no. baseball game him sitting at the oval <laughs> he's office the pitcher. <laughs> he's no. the catcher he's the pitcher <laughs> yeah that's that's funny because when i got that picture i was like i don't picture him being the catcher <laughs> <laughs> was Go. the one where uh it's like all the nurses and they each got like their own sign like uh you know <laughs> we are here for you yeah we're here for you. And then all in the corner, it's just him. And then he's like full on like out. Yeah. yeah. yeah Yo, that, the squatty potty. That's the dance move. The squatty potty. That one's probably my favorite because you actually have to look at it. You have to find him. It's like, well, where's yeah. Waldo? It's, it's yeah. Oh, that's a big Waldo. Every, every word of the sentence, it was like, we are here for you or something like that. And every single nurse is holding up one word. And he's the last word. So once you get to the last word, that's like the end of the sentence. So you start, once you're done reading what the papers say that they're holding, you start looking around and taking in what's going on. And then then you're uh, ambushed by this very large male genitalia. (laughs) (laughs) It was was like, it was disgustingly large. 
I'll, I'll be I would, honest. I would it was disgusting. Fantastically hard. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was. Oh, it was I was like enamored huge. by it. <laughs> oh my it was, god! There was a lot going on there. <laughs> yes, in terms of veins. Yes. <laughs> oh wait. Oh, uh, did, did you notice the veins, Gizmo, or did you just notice that oh, he was, was uncircumcised? It was veiny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you notice how he shaved and missed the patch? <laughs> That's hairs on the one no on shaving. the left side. Oh yeah, you would know that, huh? You would know that, huh? <laughs> I told you, I've seen this. I see this guy every day now. You my studied it under my a microscope too. To me every day, I see this man. <laughs> Did you notice how he shaved approximately five hours before the photo was taken, and his blood you sugar levels hair. at the time oh, were at least at 0.38 milligrams per liter? <laughs> Yeah, that's that was was pretty fucked up, man. See, I, I didn't get the luxury of getting tricked by clicking a, a link because I probably <laughs> wouldn't have clicked it because I'm trying not to follow too much of the news going on lately. Mm. But uh, yeah, I was just straight up ambushed, man. He just you just texted me that shit, and I was like, jeez, <laughs> he, he texted <laughs> you raw. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're the yeah. mean god. That's why I was surprised you hadn't seen him yet. <laughs> Bro, yes, exactly. He was like, yo, yo, did, did you hear about this cool new meme making his rounds? It's fucking huge, man. It's huge and famous, this meme. It's great. <laughs> it's like, everyone's sucking on it. Suck on this. And fucking, uh, no, he didn't say all that. But he was like, you hear about this awesome meme? I'm like, no. I'm like, I've been all over Facebook and everything, seeing all the memes. I didn't hear anything about it. No, no, no. It's, it's the coronavirus memes. And the Tiger King memes. And he's like, nah, man, uh, check this out. <laughs> I fucking get two separate photos of, you know, this big, you know, big black man hiding. He was hiding in plain sight. Just like, he didn't look like a shirtless man. And then you look down and he's like, okay, he's not wearing socks or shoes. And you look up and, oh, he's not wearing underwear. And, oh, there's a giant dick. <laughs> so, uh, <Yep>. <laughs> up, right? I, I, I can't believe you sent me that, man. Just, yep. And, and then, yep, and there you go. Just about. 30 minutes ago, I see you sent me April Fools, motherfuckers, and it's, it's this guy man-sitting, if you know what I'm saying. And, but, oh, no, here's the twist. In, instead of a large, veiny dick, it's a little flaccid penis. A little, 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 like a pinky, like a pinky on your finger. It's actually hilarious, but, bro, I, I, I can't believe you fucking sent me this. <laughs> like, like my, my phone's got viruses now, and I have to burn it. <laughs> no, I thought it doesn't have virus from a, me sending you a picture. Well, I got STDs now. What do you got to say about that, huh? Yeah. J- <laughs> yeah. Jake. That's silence. Jake, oh. I just sent it to you. <laughs> oh, beautiful. <laughs> hey, you, should, you should just throw your phone in the trash now. <laughs> I'm sure I'll get it once my service uh, functions. <laughs> but I'll look forward to getting that 30 minutes into the podcast and then being like, oh, did I just get a text? Uh, oh, oh right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it uh. is. I, I, I can't. I can't believe all this. Why? Why? Why are people sending this shit around? What's the point? You know, <laughs> you know, man, it's, like <laughs> it's been a uh, all week. I mean, this started last week with this guy going around, and my buddy Chris sent it to me, and uh, he's the one that's been sending to me them constantly. And I'm like, every time I get one, it, it makes me happy. Oh yeah, Not, yeah, it does. It makes me very it, it happy. Makes Just you ecstatic. Very does it ecstatic. Make you shout with ecstasy, Gilsh. Not that far. <laughs> Does it make you erupt and ejaculate the words? 
Oh, God, this has gone too far now. <laughs> hey, man, you're the one that started it, bro. I'm going to finish it. Oh, you're the finished one who it, bro. It <laughs> I'm finishing. Oh, God. I can't stop. Oh, my God. This is, this is fucked up, man. I feel dirty. I need a shower. <laughs> I need a shower, and then I need to shower my phone after sanitizing. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, hey, speaking on that note, I uh, ordered something off Amazon Prime. Yes, they are still delivering. And got this little fucking thing. You guys can see it on your screens for you listeners. Uh, It's a pouch, and it fits most smartphones, asterisk. Uh, I just got the new Samsung S20 uh, Ultra. It's fucking huge, and it fits. And what it does is uh, you, pre- you you zip it up and you press a button and it sanitizes your phone using UV lights. What? So, uh, what? Uh, one, one, only on one side. So you got to flip it and do a second time. But 30 seconds. And it doesn't use any chemicals, nothing but light. Uh, it's yeah. it's actually really fun cool. It was like it was like 50 or 60 bucks or something like that. Uh, hey, it's pretty cool. It. Yeah. I, I figured, you know, on the box they say your cell phone has more bacteria on it than a toilet seat. Which, yeah. Uh, I, I, I doubt, <laughs> and I'll san- I'll sanitize my phone. Mm. See, at first when you first pulled that uh that pouch out, and you said, "Yeah, you put uh, your phone," because I had a pouch for my uh my iPod back oh in the God. day, and back it was like that. Yeah, so like it was like it was a pouch that looked exactly like that. You put your iPad, your iPod in, you plug it in, and then like it was like a speaker case, so like it would play play your music and everything. That's what I thought it was. That you, yeah, did you have one of those? No, my friend did. Um, well, I was gonna ask which iPod because I had an iPod Video. That was the shit. I felt like the cool yeah. kid on the block. My boy had like the actual OG iPod. That was fucking cool, man. <laughs> I, I missed that. I was gonna say I had iPod Nanos for a while. I was a yeah, Nano kid. Are, I had a Nano. Those were fucking uh, cool. I had the Mini. Mini's all right, man. You know, Mini just like the Pecker, probably. That's cool. <laughs> not like not like that big black man's Pecker. That, that was definitely not Mini. But uh, yeah. sorry, not to bring the conversation back to this. But how the fuck could you, Gizmo? How could you send me that <laughs> to my phone? <laughs> I can't trust I, you anymore, man. Honestly, man, I thought you would have liked it. I did it for you. <laughs> Yo, fuck you, dude. <laughs> I learned it from watching you. <laughs> yeah, if we've got iPad and iPod Nanos, that dude's packing a full-on boombox. <laughs> oh shit! He's got one of the Dr. Dre beats, <laughs> the, the pill box, or whatever the fuck they call it, the pill. Yeah. <laughs> no, fuck that. That's one of those like Bose systems, you know, the big fucking boxes <laughs> some like surround sound and shit. That's wireless too. Oh boy, great! <laughs> <laughs> fucking wireless. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, I want to get down to the, this meat and potatoes here. Yeah, we talked about enough meat. Let's get down to the, yes. the main course. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, the meat wasn't the main course. <laughs> uh, we've, only, we've only been teasing. It's all been a tease this whole time, Nikita. Now that your ears are nice and warmed up and moist and lubricated, we can proceed to the Tiger King action. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, let's uh, let's get into this uh, documentary, Tiger King Madness, Mayhem, and whatever. Oh, God. Um, what an experience. Yeah, so this came out legit right as, like, the quarantine happened for us. New Jersey, New York, was it Connecticut? And Philadelphia. I think Pennsylvania has a whole, actually. But yeah. Yeah. Ugh. This came out, and uh, people people are raving about it. I mean, why wouldn't you? You're 
you've probably watched everything else on Netflix and yeah. you know Hulu, all that, et cetera. So you get this docu series that comes out. It's a seven part docu series, and people people binged it. Everyone loved it. Yeah. Everyone's raving about it. As Nikita was saying, a million memes are being made. Uh, <laughs> just like, just like meth. Just like meth. You can't <laughs> just do it once. You got to do it all at once, boy. <laughs> I can't even say if you haven't seen this documentary, go watch it because I'm sure you have. Yeah. Because every, yeah. Every, what else have you been doing? I'm, I'm sure you've seen this documentary. Sure. So we are just going to go right into spoilers as we start talking about this. Uh, yeah. The documentary is about is about a man named... Joe Exotic. Who... No, 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 no. You gotta say his real last name. Come on now. I will give now. you fifty dollars oh, if you yes. can spell out his last name right now. I will Ask. give you fifty cents. <laughs> I will give you fifty cents if you can if you can say his last name right now. <laughs> Joe Passage. No, that was his, his, that was his, his marriage. The, the name he got after he married uh, Travis Passage, I think. Was yeah, it? that was yeah. one of his husband's names he took, yes. I guess. Yeah, no, I um, thought his last name was. Pat. It was. Right. I mean, m- myself being of European descent and having those crazy <laughs> European last names, I feel kind of embarrassed. I didn't remember his, but his was like something with an S. Is a borgial, honestly, scorable. Yeah, <laughs> scorable. honestly, I don't even remember what it was. It was something. <laughs> it was something, weird, it was something like, crazy. Nordic. S-ing. Totally understand why he changed his last name. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. I don't. I don't really remember anybody's name in this except for him and that bitch Carol Baskin. Ah, <laughs> um, that bitch. Carol Baskin, that bitch. Yo, can we please address why there seems to be a huge rift? There's it's either one way or the other. One group of people, fifty percent of the people say Carol Baskin, and the other fifty percent say Carol Baskins, plural. There's no S at the end. That's something we have to address. Uh, I mean, uh, hey, considering her name Carol is spelled with an (laughs) E at the end, that's fucking weird. But but the last name, I'm surprised people aren't fucking that up. Nobody's fucking up the weird <laughs> straggler E at the end of her name. But everyone's fucking up the, the S. It's it's Carol Baskin. Just saying, Nick, man. Nick, I'm glad that's the one thing that bothered you about this documentary. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's totally innocent. She's totally innocent. No, I'm just saying. And she was a gold digger, uh, a succubus, uh, a, a cunt. A bitch? Oh, definitely a bitch. Carol Baskin, that bitch. That bitch. Uh, yeah, she was... <laughs> I can go down a whole list of, of things that she was. But uh, she definitely murdered her ex-husband. We'll, we'll get One into that. You're jumping oh, okay. the gun. You're oh, jumping yeah, I'm the sorry. Gun. I'm sorry. I got, got Jesus a little heated, man. <laughs> you me up. You lubed me up. And now I got a little heated up. Excuse me. I'm, I'm going to send you more... I'm going to send you more pictures. Hold on. Give me one second. <laughs> a little bit of premature excitement here. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, overall, I, I, guys, really what I, I want to do... Uh, I want to get everyone's overall opinion on this series. Uh, what your guys' thoughts were. And then uh, we'll we'll break it down bit by bit. Uh, I, I'll be I'll be real with you. I wasn't planning on doing an episode on Tiger King, but there's have to. nothing else to do, and it's <laughs> it's the most talked about thing. And Everybody's so talking about you got to give it more credit than that, man. That that was a great series. It, uh, as crazy as it was, it was great. Uh, Entertaining, at least. Come so, on. So here, here, I'll, I'll, I'll start. I'll start it off, man. I'll, I'll give my quick rundown on what I thought of the series. Overall, as a series, it is definitely entertaining. I do wrap it up to being a pile of garbage, though. In the end, for what it of is, uh, uh, this is definitely. If you were to take reality TV, which is how I do view this docu series, it's definitely reality TV to a point where you can't stop watching it. But it's not good. 
I mean, the what happens is it, it is entertaining, but it, it is not good in by any means, in my opinion. <laughs> you get a lot of quirky characters that you would get on a reality show. Uh, I would I would compare this honestly to like The Bachelor or even uh, Bachelor in Paradise or anything like that to a point where it, it is trash, but you can't keep yourself from watching this. I would say like a month ago when that show The Circle came out on Netflix, that's also like a reality thing or whatever. I... I I got hooked on that. I don't watch reality TV, but it came on and I thought it was like this thing. I put it on and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. I, <laughs> and I, I got, oh, God. <laughs> I got, I got entrapped into it, man. Like, I'm, you could sue. That's sexual entrapment. <laughs> <laughs> Amongst lots of other things. <laughs> uh, but it, just to compare it to something, like, that's how I viewed this series. It's not so much that it is very intellectual. I, I am going to say that the documentarian and like the, the director and producers, they got fucking lucky with this. Yeah. They went yeah. to they went to a zoo oh to do God. a documentary about these people that own exotic animals. And then they got a whole lot of other shit as the, as the story. <laughs> yeah. Like they, they got, got way more than they asked for. <laughs> yeah. But th- th- those are those are my initial thoughts. Uh, Jake, what 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 were your over, overall thoughts on this? Uh, well, yeah, like you said, it was definitely, um, I, I liken it to watching a dumpster fire and not just being able to look away. It was um, strange to watch, and it just kept getting stranger. <laughs> like, God, the the amount of, like, uh, characters, I'll call them, that they just introduce, <laughs> and they keep, and it keeps coming. It's just, it's crazy. Uh, I guess my turn. Yeah. Well, the, the, the pyromaniac in me loves fires, so I'll give you an analogy. This is, this is like one of those fall, late fall bonfires where, you know, the fires start, it's great, and then you get that one idiot who comes in with a gas canister and pour, pours it directly <laughs> onto the fire. And, and then you, you, you know, the pyro in me is loving it, so I'm watching this fire fly up the stream into the gas canister and just blow up in this guy's hand. Um, it was, so to put it, put it simply, it was a, a dumpster fire with continuously piling on garbage <laughs> it, it was it was amazing it was disgustingly beautiful i mean obviously if you were to take this in a serious context all these people are fucking disgusting people and they're all hypocrites and they're all guilty and uh, as dirty as the bottom of my shoes but it's entertaining because i'm not taking this in a serious fashion none of these people are serious to me um they're they're all fucking liars cheats and it's just you get a bunch of shitty people in one room and you watch them fuck each other over and you just film it. <laughs> yeah, if, that's definitely that's that's was, definitely true. Oh, None and, of them are like Carol Baskin is a bitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just want to yeah. say I just want to hate her just to say that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that that's bitch, a, Carol. <laughs> that, that's been yeah. like one of the top memes going around too. That she bitch, is the Carol new Baskin. Karen. She's the new Karen. Yep. Nobody likes yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, it's made for some good memes for sure. Uh, I, I hope everything was awesome. I, I liked it. You you both said it said it perfectly too. You don't. There's nobody that you can root for in this series either. Yeah, like there, nobody. there's people that are saying, "Oh, Joe is so great." No, he's not. He's not yeah. a good dude. Uh, Carol's not a good person. I you, think Joe was the least guilty. Well, I guess depending on the definition of guilty in what context, but I think he was the le- least least fucked up out of all these people i think his heart was in the right place because i think he was onto something with the whole carol baskin that bitch i think he was onto something with 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 carol but how he went about it that's what got him into trouble because he was just fucking crazy it's 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 actually kind of funny because um 
upon my first time seeing him. Like, mind you, I've seen him on the, what was it, the Today Show, like, a, a long time ago. And, mm-hmm. and like, I, you know, they mentioned it in the documentary when he ran for president. But um, the first time I saw Joe Exotic, what popped in my head was he looks and kind of acts like my old hairstylist. You know, like, this, like, flamboyantly gay dude. But, like, my hairstylist wasn't country, but, like, nor did he not know that I know of have guns. But... Not, I don't know. It was it was kind of cool. It was entertaining to watch. He seemed like an interesting person. I, I like, I liked him as a person at surface at the surface. But then it's like, you get really the further you dig into who he is, who he's portrayed as, as a person, the the less I liked him. And that was a trend with everybody for sure. Yeah. What I'll say about him, I guess, is at least he was paying his employees and not yes. having sex with them constantly in a weird well, cultish fashion. His husbands <laughs> were. His husbands were. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. We <laughs> could say that. <laughs> that I still can't get over that his first two husbands weren't actually gay, but they were just with him that whole time. I was so that, caught that off make, guard by that. That makes me wonder. That makes me wonder because, I mean, I know drugs can make people do some crazy shit, especially when they're there constantly and a lot of them. I mean, these guys claiming to be 100% straight, I don't believe it. Because I, I doubt I doubt in either one of their individual relationships that they went. Because they were married, <clears throat> they were with Joe for a long time. And I know they had to have had sex. So when they say they're straight, I don't believe it. But if they were to say they're bisexual, I would believe that. Not, not that it matters at all. But I'm, sure. I'm just saying, if you're in a homosexual relationship... I'm, a, I'm especially for years. I'm gonna assume you guys have, you guys have had sex. So, but um, yo, who was so there was Travis and what was the other guy? The the one with the messed up teeth. What was his name? John. Or, I I don't remember anybody's name. I forgot his name. I can't believe it. But um, ah fuck, we gotta look it up. But the guy, uh, Joe's other other husband. The other one, yeah, the one with, with the, the shirt off one. with the messed up teeth. teeth. Yeah, with yeah. the shirt off, of course, because you know I'm gonna, make a, big, I'm gonna make, right a, I'm make a big. Yeah. <laughs> A, a big documentary and you know what for the interview i'm not gonna wear a shirt but the, the part that um i heard about, about him actually before i saw tiger king was they were saying he was either suing the production or like just upset with the production because they misrepresented him you know because now modern day he has teeth and apparently like he got his teeth fixed apparently in a, like a lot and uh, toward the end of the filming he had his teeth fixed and there was footage with him with his teeth fixed but for some reason, production didn't want to portray him like that, which I can understand. I'd be upset, too. But I don't know what his situation is. Maybe. I don't know. But it's just crazy because he looks bad. Like, with the with, he has literally three teeth. It's like, yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. That's a lot of meth. <laughs> yeah when 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 it starts off and you you know you're introduced to that guy and you're like oh man, his teeth like you can't take your eyes off his teeth and everything. And then like later on, they're talking about meth. And they're like, they're like, oh, it's meth mouth. And then it cuts to him really quickly. I'm like, oh, it's kind of fucked up. Oh, the editing. <laughs> I mean, they took so many digs. The production took so many digs at all these people. Yeah. I, I feel, I feel kind of bad because imagine you are um, one of those people, and, and like, you know, you didn't, they didn't make it seem like they were making fun of you because they're just getting footage. And then come to see a couple months later, you're on Netflix seeing your own face, and then you're like, ah. Oh, he just took a dig at my teeth. Fuck you. My teeth are fixed, dude. <laughs> yeah. I will say out of all the people in the show, at, at those couple people that were like working for Joe seemed uh, 
like genuine, I guess, the most because they actually seem to care the most about the animals and you know again, doing the right thing. That, right. I mean, really, I feel like there is. I'll be honest. I feel like there is a whole agenda here with with how everybody was portrayed, and I, I don't know what the agenda is. I don't know. If maybe maybe someone hired this production crew to make them look bad, or maybe I don't fucking know. Probably know it could be one more cog in the giant machine that we call plot or a a, 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 a confrontation between Joe and Carol. I wouldn't be surprised if this is some bullshit. Between those two, because I feel like that feud's never going to end. Jake, with what you were saying, some of the people that are on Joe's team, I agree with you. Like th- those were probably like the most decent people in the entire in the entire series. Yeah. Like the guy, the guy who was missing both of his legs, and the mm-hmm. one guy with cool. the the long hair. When they were like, "How many wives does Ansel have?" and he's like, "I don't give a fuck." Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I love that guy. Uh, one of the things about the series is like tapping on the fact of. You know, I wouldn't say it was the crew that made them look bad because at some points <laughs> when I'm watching this documentary, it's like, you know, at first I thought Carol was a saint because, you know, she, yeah. she was like an animal rights person. But the then you, you said find, PETA, I was like, I know she's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you're you for animal rights, don't go with PETA. That's ironic, but that's just how it is. Anyway, sorry, not to who genuinely cares about animals is like on PETA's side. Like they're totally sex with animals. I think yeah, it's it's what the documentary does though, because like sometimes I when when I was watching it, I'm like, oh, Joe's cool, and then you meet the the doctor misogynist cult leader, sex cult guy, Doc uh, Gagavan. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck was it? <laughs> Gogvon? <laughs> he, he, he has to spell his name out for you. That is, uh, like... How fast? Okay, I'm sorry. I don't know if anyone else had this opinion, but how fast he spelled such an intense name really made me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny because one of his wives were like, or ex-wives, she, she was like, no, his name means God. And, he, you know, and then the documentary cuts to him explaining, he's like, oh, my name means friend of God. Where my religion, if you were with God, you are his friend. It's like, it's just yeah. funny, like her perception yeah. of, I mean, she was married to the dude. You would think she knew what his fucking name meant. Unless someone's lying and that's like even fishier. So. Well, this is that, <laughs> and with that, with that woman, though, that's where you, you think these some of these people you're like oh they're not so bad they're not they're not that yeah. bad but then like as the series <laughs> as the series goes on you start like uncovering yeah. more and more about these people it's like well they're a piece of shit they're a piece of shit they're a piece of shit nobody in this series is good at all oh. like you you get a select few like we were saying with uh, some of joe's team that's about it and then those poor people are brainwashed just because of I mean, you see it. You see it happen as well. Like Joe, Joe goes and picks up these people that are desperate. Like the yeah. You see the one girl at like the bus stop or whatever. He goes. He goes. Ah, oh, here's a here's a hundred dollars. Now you're gonna come work for oh, me. Oh, the and like, Literally <laughs> off the street. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally out of prison, probably. Literally. Yeah, the, the guy one with of, the blonde hair, I think, came from, or the his. Uh, I forget all the fuck names. Earl or some the guy who was hired supposedly to to assassinate he came straight out of out of prison yeah um it was it's it's weird the people he worked with yeah they seem they're definitely rough and beat up but they seem like those rough and beat up crowd that like have been through so much shit that they're just tired of it and don't want to be shitty so in that sense i think they're definitely of the more honest type 
um, hardworking. At least he paid them and put a roof over their heads. Gave them a fucking Walmart truck full of expired meat. Come on, the guys. Walmart. <laughs> the Walmart truck. Yeah, let's talk they about had the Walmart, Walmart truck. Meat truck. He had a uh, truck full of meat from Walmart. That's crazy. <laughs> no, it's 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 kind of crazy. I mean, I understand, bro. Listen, if it expired that day, what's literally the difference? Be, let's say the time frame of like three hours. I mean, I'm assuming it's all refrigerated, but what's the difference between three hours after it is a technically expired? You know, four hours ago that was okay to be sold, and then four hours later, oh, oh, it's it's midnight next day. It's expired. Not, is it really bad? They were so, picking meat off that. that truck and eating it and probably feeding yeah. it to other people through that pizza. Yeah, no, they were. No, he straight up said he was. I mean, he said, you know, when he did the pizza venture, he was like, okay, I get <laughs> a Walmart truck full of expired meat. That helped us reduce costs for the pizza shop. That's straight up what he fucking said. <laughs> he, he, didn't, he didn't sugarcoat it. Uh-huh. <laughs> he didn't put any pizza sauce on it and call it a fucking pizza bite. No, he, he didn't lie. I see you had yeah, a little joke there. But... <laughs> He did not lie. He straight up said that was expired meat, and it made the pizza cheaper, so we could afford it. Like he didn't give a fuck, and it, that's Oklahoma for you. And that's where <laughs> that's where the editing came in pretty well too. The, the, the oh, documentary yeah. was edited very well. I'm gonna give it that. That movie was or the series was done very <laughs> well as far as the editing goes. When you have uh, when they're talking about like the pizza and everything, and like, oh, did <laughs> do you think he used the expired meat on the pizza? And the guy goes. Oh, yeah. And then it cuts to, like, the two people eating it, and he's like, oh, this is the best pizza in the entire area. Oh, they have like, the best oh. pizza here. Yeah. But, bro, I mean, no offense to anyone from Oklahoma, but, bro, if I'm looking for good pizza, I don't go to Oklahoma, so <laughs> I expect many people there to know what the fuck it is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, Walmart meat on some fucking bread with some cheese and tomato sauce. Yeah, good yeah, pizza. I, <laughs> I don't go to Oklahoma, and then I definitely don't go to a zoo whose side business has a pizzeria. <laughs> <laughs> and then eat that pizza and then say it's the best pizza that I'm sorry, have. honestly, if I didn't know any of this stuff on Tiger King and I ended up going to their zoo and eat, eat their pizza, <laughs> I probably would have been more suspicious that that meat came from humans. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, or scraps from the tigers, if there are any, rather than expired Walmart meat. But I think they're kind of on the same level there. Mm. <laughs> you know, human remains, Walmart, yeah. yeah. Same stuff. I mean, the the bad thing, too, is, man, like, it, it, like you were talking about expiration and everything, but those meats being mixed together, like, you can't mix your yeah. chicken with your uh, beef. Uh, I'm, 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 <laughs> well, I, I'm pretty sure they could separate. I think I think they did separate it. But then again, they didn't, like, explicitly show it. So, for all we know, they could have gave them a nice little fucking, uh, you know, fruitcake, but with meat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit of that oh. jambalaya, you know, <laughs> filled with bologna and <laughs> guess what? I love that. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh man. What 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 other things about this uh, doc that are that stick out to you guys though? Like by far, to me, my least favorite thing about it was how absolutely. There wasn't, like, a resolution or, like, a lesson to be learned from all of it. It was literally just presenting to you, hey, here's this problem, I guess, that the United States has or that exists. But, and not that the documentary has to propose, like, solutions or, like, you know, suggest ways that it could be fixed. But it definitely was, like, nobody won, quote, unquote, in that situation. Carol probably thinks she won, but she's a bitch anyway, so... Yeah, I was like, going to say, I think I have to uh, politely disagree. I, I think 
I think there was quote unquote an ending where Carol kind of did win because oh, sure. you know Joe tried assassinating her supposedly and He's is in now jail. in prison for twenty two years. Mm-hmm. But I think they're like Carol is for now the winner until either a Joe gets out of prison and smacks a bitch, or uh, or or b uh, he hires somebody from the inside to actually assassinate her who's not going to chicken out supposedly <laughs> go to fucking the other state to a strip club, or c Karen is going to have. have the feds find somebody, uh, her ex-husband's body, or somebody else's for all we know, but her ex-husband's body, or, you know, she's probably going to catch some charges. That's the only three outcomes that I can see happening coming from this. Yeah. So, unless someone has a sudden accidental death. You know what I mean? I, I'm uh, going to say they're not going to find a body because she definitely killed that guy and fed him to the she tigers. She 100% did. <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind. She had a comment where she's like, if you want to kill somebody with tigers, you put... What was it? Bro, I know. I don't know if that was the editing or, or what, <laughs> but like that was no. Actually, I don't think they uh, put Car- Carol's. I don't know. I forget exactly how it was, but dude, that was that had me in stitches because the moment so anyone, the moment the person said, "Oh yeah, but Sardino," I was like, "Dude, Carol yes. fucking did it. She, she did fucking it. did it." And, and yeah, and like you, that is a good point because most murderers don't have. A, you know, a, a zoo full of tigers at their disposal to feed a body to. That's kind of, I mean, it's kind of like going to Florida, you know, to the swamps and, oh, you want to make someone disappear, feed them to the gators. I mean, it's kind of gone after that. And so, you know, don't ask me how I know that. But, yeah, they, they, have, a, they have a whole zoo full of tigers. It's, I don't, I, I, I'm not hopeful that a body is going to be found. It just, that fucking sucks. And that's so ironic for someone, a man, who dedicated his whole life to like fucking animals, uh, to tigers, <laughs> to, to to marry a, said, a woman? Wait, I don't want to cut you off there, but you just said a guy who dedicated his whole life to fucking animals. <laughs> oh no! What? Oh, what? Right. He didn't join PETA. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> if it makes you feel well, any better, technically we all fuck animals. Uh, well, <laughs> well, uh, well. Anyway. <laughs> Hoopla, but it's just so ironic because the guy is dedicated, was dedicated to animals, not fucking them, just just the tigers, and he marries a woman who supposedly cares about tigers, and she just wants his fucking money, and then kills him via tigers. <laughs> it, it, was yeah. just, it was very ironic. Uh, the that whole is... irony in that situation—it's literally you can't make this shit up. That's straight out of a book. I, I would have mention... thought that was a book. Yeah, not to mention she was, what, 19, and he was, like, 40-something, and yeah. he literally picked her up off the streets. And it's, yeah. like, it's so, everything about this is weird. Everything about yeah, every person yeah, is yeah. so and the, weird. And the money flow from, like, the his family got nothing after he died. She changed the will to be, like, yeah. if, if he disappeared. You know, there was all that. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump back really quick to something that Jake said, is uh, there was no, like... There was no outcome with this documentary. Mm-hmm. Like there were no winners because the tigers still lose. They they all lost in the end. All exactly. the animals lose in the end. There was nothing like the final thing you see at the end of this documentary is that there's more tigers in cages <laughs> than there are in the wild. Yeah. And you know, it ends with that. It's like, well, that message probably would have got through more. <laughs> Um, yeah, if, if they weren't know. still in cages. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it, it would have got through a little bit better because, I mean, you look at social media now, nobody, nobody's picking up on that. Everyone's talking about how, you know what I mean? Like nobody picked right. up the fact about these tigers in cages oh. and being poorly handled and mistreated. 
I thought uh, they would have something. Sorry, not to cut you off. No, I no, thought they ahead. would have something like about the biology of tigers, especially when they're talking about like the the amount of meat you have to feed them or like any sort of like regulated type of like care that's like standardized among regular zoos and everything. But they never went into like any of like I don't know, the abuse of the tigers essentially or like yeah. the biology of tigers. So it just felt me leaving empty. Mm-hmm. That's that's one thing where with the whole hypocrisy here, it's just like you have two people, one who supposedly abuses the tigers, Joe, supposedly, and <laughs> the other who supposedly is helping the tigers, and then fucking one takes tigers from the other because ooh, they're in cages. And what does she what does Carol do once puts she them got them? She puts them back in fucking <laughs> cages. And bro, I'll be honest, Joe's zoo looked a lot better. Yeah. It, it, it looked he like I said I think his heart was in the right place. I think, like like the documentary said, he did start out caring about the animals. Certainly. But it, it definitely manifested into money and greed and just all this other crazy shit because of his personality issues. And it, it, it sucks because they just lose. The Tigers lose in all cases. Yeah, there's definitely something to be said about, okay, she's uh, Carol had a rescue, quote-unquote, facility where it's like, they're not reading them specifically, so they're not, you know, creating the problem. They're trying to solve it. But it's like, you're not, like, holier than thou than these other guys because you're also keeping them in case. Like, not, like, you can't just literally release thousands of tigers and wildcats into the wild and just expect them to be rehabilitated. But it was just crazy to me that it was like she she thought she was so much higher than all these yeah. other characters in a sense where, like, um, come on so- now. Jake, it, it, it seems like you know a lot about animals, so I would like to ask you, why is it that we can't just... I understand these tigers have been quote-unquote domesticated, but why can't we put them back into nature where they belong, at least where they belong, even though right. you know, they're not meant, you know, they're not uh, uh, acclaimed to it? Why can't we yeah, just put them back in their environment? I mean, I like to consider this my area of expertise, considering I have like a bachelor's degree in wildlife ecology, but it's like when you're rehabilitating animals, it's hard to just when an animal is like acclimated to being domestic, you can't just literally put them into a wild situation and just expect them to roam free and start reproducing and fixing the population. One of my absolute least favorite quotes in this documentary was from I forget his name. He wasn't connected to Joe or anything, but he also had a zoo in the documentary. And he he literally says, oh, "Was it the fat Chucky the... doll?" <laughs> no, no, it wasn't yeah. the Chucky doll. Was it him? <laughs> <laughs> I, I forget. He, he was the guy who kept. He always had a monkey. He always had a squirrel monkey. Oh, the drug dealer. Yeah, uh, the drug and dealer. He, yeah. He literally says in front of the documentary, he's like, "What's the number one way to fix a declining wild animal population? Make more of those animals. That's what Joe's doing." And it's like, that's literally the most ignorant, like, ecological conservation statement you could have. You can't just very shallow rebuild a an endangered yeah. species population just by making more in captivity and put them back out there. You have to fix the the habitat they exist in. You have to fix like taking them uh, out of it. Climate change. To begin you with. Have to, yeah. <laughs> you have to fix all the problems that are causing them to be endangered before you can like reintroduce and rebuild uh, an endangered species. I mean certainly there's like cases of animals throughout the history of America or whatever that have had, you know, populations come back like on their own. I think, um, I forget if it was, uh, American alligators or American bisons are famous for, uh, that, but like, especially with big cats, you can't like just make more and then think the problem's going to solve itself. 
Yeah, because you're taking these animals and just because you're making more of them, you're also making them more you're making more of them in an environment where they're caged and they they don't hunt for their food. They're given food and you're they're They're not in their natural environment. First thought saying like, yeah, we're making more. Yeah, that's that's a positive (laughs) way of looking at it. But the negativity of it is the fact that they're not in their own environment. And the ones that are in their environment are the ones that are in the decline. So they they really aren't helping by doing it. It's a classic like system of treating the symptoms and not the actual. Yes, exactly. It's not a cure. It's a treatment. I mean, another thing uh, where you can say these people are shitty. They all kill tigers. Yeah. That's actually something I wanted to say. So Joe, some of his charges were for euthanasia of tigers. I I guess they examined the uh, skeletons of the tigers that they found. uh, And they said that they were like in the middle of their life. They weren't like at the point where they were should have like they should have been they could have died by themselves or whatever. I don't know. But I mean, he did kind of have like one of those. Uh, he was, I think Joe was playing devil's advocate or somebody was playing devil's advocate. And they were like, yeah, uh, they found his, uh, they found some uh, murders, some shot tigers, Joe shot tigers. And they're like, but how do they know they weren't like sick or dying? I mean, I hate to be devil's advocate, but how do we know they didn't have to get put down because they were, they had some like life, you know, um, some illness that they suffered from, like actual mm-hmm. suffering. I think how, do we, fair. how do we know it's not a mercy kill? Yeah. Go ahead, Jake. Go ahead, Jake. Uh, I was going to say, to be fair, I 100% believe he did euthanize those tigers because yeah. at a certain point, like having that many animals, it's just like an inevitability to do. But I'm sure legally they had a thousand ways to just prosecute that thanks to like the Endangered Species Act and everything because technically he was killing an illegally owned endangered species. So uh, yeah, that's probably why he got hard prosecuted for that in the law i mean also just based on you look at the human factor the the cats got too big and Mm -hmm. he needed space for the cubs because the cubs were the main selling factor of his zoo yeah yeah which is another like illegal thing to do you can't trade endangered species or any like listed uh conservation subject like it's just it's so weird and there's so many weird illegal things that yeah, he was certainly doing things that you're not allowed to do. Whether or not he had good intentions, I don't know if I can really say. I certainly believe at one point he did, but everything was illegal, and I think it just caught up with him. I I, I do uh, with, with what you just said right there, Jake. I do think he had well intentions because at the end of the doc at the end of the documentary, you see like he had like a heart of gold when he was going into this. Like he did want to make a difference with these tigers. He had love for them, but then. Uh, with most most stories of people that are goodwilled, I mean, we could use um, Beowulf maybe mm-hmm. as an example. Like you have someone who's pure and everything, and they'll they can conquer anything and do whatever they want to do. But the second you involve money, and money becomes a factor, that's when you're going to see the dark side of somebody. Yeah, and I I, th- I do think that's what happened to Joe in the end. But he's he, yeah. why why did why did Joe agree? Why did he do all of this? Like I I understand he's like. Not the smartest guy, Definitely but Joe's, not. He's, he's not a fucking dumbass. And like, what I don't understand is why was he okay with having a whole camera crew follow him around, filming everything he's doing when everything he's doing is illegal as fuck? Yeah, that's what <laughs> I don't saying, understand. Did he not see either. that coming? I mean, I understand he signed a contract, but like, at least like cool your jets or like tell the cameras to look <laughs> away when you're doing something fucking illegal. It just it doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. The cameras were there. 
Like, yeah. I understand sometimes they were kind of hidden, but they were there. Like, he signed a contract. He knew. I don't, I don't think he did know because even when he had that one filmmaker from Inside Edition that was yeah. making the, the reality yeah. show or whatever, because even when he had him, he didn't read the contract. You know, he didn't, he didn't realize that his show was owned by that guy, which is why he, you know, lit the thing up. So I'd, I, I don't want to give him that much credit in saying that he's smart. He's just a con man. And he, yeah, not he honestly, he's not a smart con man. Like most of these situations for Joe, they started off like good for him, but then it seems like the people got to know who he was, other than the people that worked for him. But like even that one guy, the, the like the millionaire, quote unquote, that comes in, I don't remember that uh, guy's name. John, I think. John or Jim John. or something like that. Uh, his name's John. Jeff. Jeff. Jake. Jake. His name. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry. Was you? It was Jerry. <laughs> it was me the whole time. <laughs> like when that guy comes in, like that guy. Guy from Vegas. Yeah, 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 the biggest guy. He comes in and like he's all about being having Joe's back and everything. And then as time goes on, I mean that guy was a con man too. In the end, let's be yeah, real. Exactly, yeah. but exactly. Like, I he fucked Joe. He got him fucked up. And I like, 100% he took his shit. Think he used Joe <laughs> to like get out of uh, being involved with the hit and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he was definitely. You know that guy was part of the hit. That that whole that was fascination. So the assassination of Carol, like guys, I'm sorry. Can I can I say something? Um, talking about all these people made me realize just right now, there's probably one person that I, like really honestly like out of all these people that we've met throughout this seven episode docu series. I, I I like that girl who got her arm torn off by the tiger. I'm sorry, it it, it fucking sucks what happened to her, and I feel so bad for her. But yeah. at the same time. Her entire demeanor throughout the whole interview, everything, her environment. She's sitting in a fucking, pretty much in a dumpster. It's pretty much if you got a dumpster and flipped it upside down on the ground and then put a little yeah. chair in front of it and started filming. That's pretty much what the set looked like. And I, I think I liked her the most because she 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 cut it straight. She went straight to the point. She didn't sugarcoat anything. She was honest. And I hate to say it as fucked up as this is. On a side note, why is it? That, you know, all right, so everybody, imagine the footage that they showed when this uh, woman got her arm torn off by a tiger. She's laying on the ground, and you just see Joe fucking pacing back and forth. Right? He had a fucking paramedic bomber jacket on. And <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, but I, I gotta say, that footage looked like it just happened. And mm-hmm. why is it that, imagine you're Joe, you're the boss, and your employee just gets her fucking arm torn off by a tiger. You're like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Where's my bomber? Where's my bomber? I need to get my paramedic bomber jacket on <laughs> and roll, roll the cameras, roll the cameras. We, 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 I'm never going to financially recover from this. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And he, he actually said that. He didn't say it right the fuck away. But he's like, I'm never going to financially recover from this, bro. Your employee just got her arm fucking yeah. ripped off by a fucking tiger. And you're never going to financially recover from this? Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, any business person Nuts. is going to th- gonna think that. But bro, yeah, you're, you're, you're being recorded. Jacket. No, the bomber jacket was ridiculous. Yeah, I'm more upset about the bomber jacket. Either he knew it was going to happen or he straight up, pause. Put a pause on this whole emergency (laughs) situation. I need to get my jacket. (laughs) Uh, Someone someone online also said, you know, at at least he, you know, he was cool enough or like, I I don't remember the exact wording, but essentially like he was cool enough to go into like the gift shop and tell the, you know, the other visitors. Yeah, like people were saying... 
people were saying that, but to me, it's like he just wanted to look good for the cameras. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't, I don't think there was any good intention behind that at all. All of that was really like really fishy. I'm not Let talking me... about sardine oil. <laughs> 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 Carol Baskin, that bitch. <laughs> that bomber jacket. <laughs> Yo, I, I'm mad he put that bomber jacket on. Like, I, I, I didn't notice it, like, immediately after, like, 30 seconds or a minute or two. After a little bit of, like, after I saw that, I was like, wait, why did he have that on this whole time? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> so, here's the thing. I, from what I remember, he wasn't wearing it initially. Like, I think when he goes and, like, comes to her aid at first, I don't think he's wearing it. But I think he does leave to go put it yeah. on. And then he comes back wearing it. <laughs> it was just oh, that was so fucking weird to me, man. Yeah, it's like he came there, he saw it, he's like, "Wait, I got the perfect thing for this situation." <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for this. Ultimately. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> My Amazon Prime membership is finally paying itself off. <laughs> but, uh, you you bringing up this girl, I, and I think she actually goes by uh, like she uh, wants to be recognized as a man. Uh huh. Oh. Uh, no, I didn't I just, catch her name. I, didn't, I, I didn't think their name was Saf or something. Yeah, but uh, th- this is how I feel bad for a lot of these other like employees of these places. Like you, I mean, starting with I'll start with Carol. She has people volunteering. She doesn't even remember their names. Yeah, you yeah. have you have uh, a- Ansel, the doctor. Doc who, Ansel. Baglavan. B h a l l v v z k k b b Ansel Ansel A N T E like that fucking guy like he has a he has a sex cult where you know hashtag me too and then you have Joe who picks at these you know these poor people with issues and yeah vulnerable people vulnerable people and you you do feel bad for them because that you know this person right here who just got their arm bitten off. Or is hanging there. They said it's going to take time to do some reconstructive surgery. And they say, oh, just cut it off. I got to go back to work. Like, that's how that's how fucked up this the, the whole situation was with these people. And, it, it, you know, it, to a point, it was kind of sad because their lives were invested in these zoos that were, you know, not. They, they were shitty situations, and it sucks that they, they put their lives into it, you know? I feel that. And honestly, I had that exact same opinion when we after we saw the scene, and she said, yeah, I decided to just get it chopped off. I had the I, – I said out loud to Emily, I was like, why the fuck would she do that and not just get it reconstructed? I mean, Emily brought up a good point. They did say it was – two years of reconstructive surgery. And that's not like, hey, we're going to have one surgery per year. It's going to be a shit ton of surgeries. It's going to be very painful. And there's probably going to be a shit ton of nerve damage and everything. I just had the same opinion. I was like, why didn't she just keep the arm? And I was like, you know what? It's probably really going to hurt. I I probably feel the most bad for her her slash him out of everybody here. I really don't feel bad for any of these people. I really do think everybody in their own way brought it on to themselves and i just i just want to say there's a a very like like you said gizmo you touched on there's a very large similarity between joe exotic how he runs his things and how fucking carol baskins run runs her things and doc antle runs their things in, in terms of uh quote-unquote employees because doc antle he has he has a cult he he gets women who otherwise probably aren't that vulnerable and he turns them into vulnerable people because he's a fucking manipulator, crazy, uh, a doctor in mystical science. And then you get you get Joe, who fucking Joe Exotic, who gets all these susceptible people 
uh, vulnerable people out of prison and jail and poor uh, poverty. And then you have Carol Baskin, that bitch, who <laughs> fucking hires all these people who don't really know any better. They actually probably want to do good. And they end up dedicating years to this fucking program yeah. for free. For Trying free. To Hired is a generous term I, there. I, I, I'm just, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly, for free. And, like, um, it's crazy. I understand. I believe in volunteering your time. And I personally would rather volunteer my time rather than my money. Mm-hmm. But if you're there for years, I mean, it's really, it's kind of shady. I guess when you compare Alt Carol's business plan to everybody else's, it's like, oh, she's uh, kind of fucking these people up, you know, she's taking advantage of them. But on the other hand, it's like, these these people probably know what they signed up for. They probably weren't like, hey, pay me. And she was like, no. And they were like, okay. And it probably, <laughs> didn't, it, it probably didn't go down like that. So it's, it's kind of weird. I will say Carol's Carol's method was probably the most, um, probably the best out of all of them, just because, you know, vol- well hidden. <laughs> vol- volunteering yeah. is your, you know, you see that in animal shelters and, you know, that's how, you know, these Especially like animal shelters. Religions do it, like churches and stuff. They hire people yeah, but the, who want to do the right thing and you know, maybe yeah, they have their own agenda. So re- religions are bullshit, though. Uh, animal yeah. shelters. I, I feel, I'm trying to politely <laughs> say that because you know yeah. our listeners may not agree, but that's yeah, personal uh, opinions here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, animal shelters, though. I mean, you have these places where they there's a lot of them, man. Like they're struggling to stay open. They don't have the space for these animals, so they do rely on volunteers. You know, legit nonprofit organizations like that, the animal shelters and stuff like that. It's a good, you know, business strategy, quote unquote, uh, using volunteers as your help. And there's people out there that want to do the right thing. Like, shit, I wish I could volunteer at an animal shelter. You know, I, I would love to. I, I just don't have the the time for it. Uh, mm-hmm. But as far as Carol goes, I can't say whether or not it's as legit as the other businesses are. Yeah. yeah, I certainly understand the idea of like offering internships and doing things for like an educational experience that these people can use for however long. But yeah, I just I don't know. They definitely made it seem like she wasn't paying any of them to the point where she didn't know their names, even the ones who were there for years. At so, least like, know their names. Yeah, <laughs> that was I mean, the shitty also part. Does, she, does, she doesn't have to write their names on a pay stub, so I guess she doesn't need to know their names. Exactly. Huh? <laughs> hey, can we talk about Carol's goober husband? Not the one that died. Oh, but which like, one? God. There's like a billion. <laughs> this, you know exactly the one. The one who fucking on their anniversary or whatever fucking uh, was on his knees with a leash around him, and she's holding uh, his leash like, oh yeah, I pegged this guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> They've done some stuff. They've done some stuff. <laughs> They've done some some tiger stuff. You know, they got he's the tiger suits. Yeah, he's a pussy in bed. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, oh my God. All yeah. jokes aside, that guy's fucking weird. And I, I hate to say it, but he's very fitting for Carol. Because Carol yeah. is uh, very slick. And very manipulative. She's good at covering her tracks and hiding her manipulative tactics. And this this guy, he just looks like he should be a politician. It, not because he's an old white man. I'm just saying, not because he's an old white man. <laughs> how, how he talks in his poker face and how what he says, the terminology, how he paints the picture, everything is politics. Carol Carol Baskin was the first woman to touch his that penis bitch. besides his mother. 
I don't want to talk about old men having their penises touched by floppy old bitches like Carol Baskin. That bitch. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so sneaky. Like I, I just, I'm never gonna get the time in eighth grade when she fucked me over for my fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwich on lunch. Dude, lunch. she took my fucking <laughs> my almond joy from my lunchables, man, and I was like, that bitch, Carol. You guys, guys want to know what she did to me? You want to know what though. she did to me? What she do? She did to me. She I, huh? I offered her one of my Dunkaroos. She took one of my cookies and she took a big old scoop oh, out of the icing. Oh, big old that oh, that bitch. She deserves prison. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't like another thing that really drove me insane about the documentary as somebody who's like seen things in like zoos and internships and uh, not like bragging about a biology degree. But anyway, like I can't get over like that w when you have a zoo, you have to go through regulations. The, the Association of Zoos and Aquariums is set up to create zoos and to like essentially have a standardization for how they care for animals. And yet, at the very end, even at the end of this documentary, these two convicts literally just make their own zoo without anything. <laughs> like, when you make a zoo, you have to go through, like, the Department of Agriculture, the geez, the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency. Yeah. And, like, that's just at, like, a national level. I can only imagine what you have to do to go through a state. I mean, I'm sure they were making it in, what, Texas? I'm sure it was, you know, lax there. What what do you think? Actually, I think it was in it was in Winwood or Linwood, Oklahoma. Winwood, but clo uh, something would next to the Texas border. <laughs> I, I think that's I think that's oh, what, that's right. But um, what do you think about the possibility? Maybe just maybe. Uh, does anyone really know if that zoo is real? Do you, Do you think maybe that was like a set to give like a happy ending, <laughs> quote unquote, awesome. to this? That yeah, maybe it was like you know the production company for this guy you know pitched idea to netflix before it's finished and fucking netflix liked it gave him a couple million dollars budget and they just rented out a bunch of fucking bulldozers and hired some people to fucking you know start bulldozing around dig some holes make it look like you're building a zoo does anyone know if the zoo is real the new one that they're building they're, they're still it. building it yeah quote-unquote building it is it like i don't know is it like happening i don't know, I don't know man because honestly i'm i'm skeptical about like most of the shit that I I've seen on, on like on this documentary because yeah. everything that you see first off was already processed and regurgitated as however the fuck the production company wanted you to see these people, but also like everything has a backstory and like these in the end of the day these are all real people who actually supposedly actually exist. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming they're not reptilians, but <laughs> um, they're actual real people. Carol all these people. Is. Yes, she's a reptilian. <laughs> But they all have their own lives. And they're all doing their own thing. So just thinking to myself, you know, what, what's happening right now at this very moment? You know, what, what are they? Where are they? And what are they doing? Well, uh, I can I, I can tell you I can tell you Joe's in jail. Um, <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Uh, but is he really? <laughs> Car Carol Baskin is in fact railing her husband right now. Um, <laughs> oh my God, she's not in the ditch. That bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you rhymes. You're up all the time. I rhyme all the time, yeah. Bars. <laughs> Ooh, uh, that motherfucker spin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, that's my that's my uh, master of memes. Come out there. 
<laughs> uh, Jake, as uh, w- when you were saying like about regulations and everything, like it does it is it different from state to state? Like, do you? Th- I'm absolutely oh, yeah. positive there has to be differences in literally even just something as simple as like owning a plot of land is probably different for creating a zoo yeah. in the states. But I know for a fact, like the like what I was saying was just literally to exhibit animals to the public. You have to go through the Department of Agriculture, the the Department of Environmental Protection, like. And, but let alone like zoos, which have to house literal endangered species and birds, they have to go through the Endangered Species Act and there's laws they have to apply to relating to the Migratory Bird Act of 1918 and like all these weird random things like that's literally just to exhibit animals as a regulated zoo. And, you know, just like a restaurant would have like health inspectors, they have visits from the AZA, the Association, the Association of Zoos and Aquariums that like check up on them and make sure they're caring for animals in a standardized way and it's just crazy to me that these two dudes were literally just making a zoo <laughs> like i can't believe they're doing that so you are you are part of the one percent that is thinking about that from this documentary <laughs> i'm sure i am i, I genuinely <laughs> Which, do care about other 99 percent say about that's, to murder that's not, Carol Baskin. <laughs> yeah. I, honestly bro you're you're in the positive like every <laughs> like i wish everybody Actually, was more like on, you with on that, that. Point, on that point, um, with the two random felons making their own zoo, do you think um, the guy from Vegas, let's call him John, I think his name's John. I want to uh, say it was Jeff. Yeah, I'm going to okay. say Jeff. Yeah, it, was, it was probably Jeff then. All right. So do you think maybe since that guy Jeff, he's acquired Joe Exotic's zoo, do you think maybe he was like grandfathered into all of this? Like That's he like, owns a zoo that was legal? Yeah, that's the one thing, like the one, like, reason i could imagine that he was able to do the that. other guy said like, he was funding it um yeah i don't recall him mentioning that he was gonna like work at the zoo he just said he was funding it and he's actually building the zoo right they i i don't know it's just so weird to me because both of them had the animals originally illegally so like yeah. and i i i'm sure like doing something with 300 big cats and however many monkeys that guy had is like crazy to think about and they have to go somewhere so maybe after all the rebrandings of the of Joe's zoo, he just Wait, acquired do you, do you it loosely. Do you think those tigers? I mean, most of them were probably born on that premise. I, mm-hmm. I doubt the original couple tigers that Joe's had got way back when are still alive. But um, yeah. do you think there was some loophole there? Because like, listen. This Joe Exotic guy was obviously on the radar of the feds for <laughs> like even before all of this shit. Because it's not every day you come across somebody who has tigers, let alone a zoom. But why, if these tigers were acquired illegally, why weren't they raided before? Do you think maybe they are technically legal because that, of some hole in some law? Yeah, that's what I. Ne- that's the biggest questions I had for this documentary is how like the how this, this go on. Yeah, how did the Oklahoma sheriff not just roll up to his place and be like, listen, you have these tigers illegally, you yeah, gotta get rid of them. Knows like, Joe. Joe's yeah. obviously been familiar with the sheriff's office there. Yeah, definitely. It's just, it's so weird to me that... And, like, I'm sure, like, in the beginning of the documentary, they set up that there are no real regulations for technically owning big cats or whatever they, like, whatever justification. So it had to have been some loophole. But it's it's just crazy to me that this was allowed to escalate to this point and that it it happened all this way simply because of loopholes on that note how did carol baskin how did she get her her tigers i understand like she rescued them but do you think maybe joe used that same loophole where he 
rescued a tiger from his fucking Floridian mm-hmm. drug dealer friend, Kingpin. Yeah. Or rescued one from his zoo or whatever. Yeah, so. it's definitely different being a, a rescue or a shelter than it is being a public ac- publicly accessed like zoo where you're displaying the animals or educating Carol was the public. Both. But Carol she was, was exactly both. she was doing both, so I didn't understand the real like difference between like it's just weird. Yeah, all of that was very strange. I'm sure there's a shit ton of loopholes and and stuff that they've gotten through with that. They had to have. But yeah. it's just, it's really crazy. I mean, from the very beginning, like I said, from the very beginning, every single one of these people are just shady as fuck. Between mm-hmm. what they're doing, how they're doing it, who they are as people, who yeah. they're doing not related to any of this tiger stuff, like on in their spare time, like going off into the fucking swamp and shooting dummy. <laughs> and the, the, you know, I'm talking about Joe yeah. here. <laughs> Joe, if you're listening, fuck you and fuck Carol. <laughs> yeah. But, um, it's. I mean, Joe had his own fucking podcast tv show whatever the fuck yeah that he like straight up just like talk about murder plots and supposedly read carol's diary and stuff no mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry but yo joe's content is low-key fire as <laughs> fuck no, i'm sorry it's not it's not it's not like it's no no but from what i've seen it's not like it's like i mean i agree with him where carol bassin is a bitch but other than that, I mean, everything else, I probably wouldn't watch it if it wasn't so damn funny. He, he's just, like, it, funny to laugh at. Yeah. Like, I laugh exactly. with him and at him. It's just, it's hilarious. And it's so I, weird. I don't know. His shit's garbage. He, he's just, like, it's fire, like, it's awesome, but it's also, like, fucking stupid. Yeah. I mean, what he, who he is as a person is just really fucking weird. Mm-hmm. And, and, and to think... Um, Closer to toward the end of the docu series, where they're talking about his uh, a, a plot to assassinate Carol, they showed it's crazy because in the middle of the documentary, they showed Joe trying to do a fundraiser. This is right after they presented that Travis died. Um, like the next day, Joe is doing this fundraiser, like a Thanksgiving fundraiser. He did this whole thing for all these people, and they all donated the money. And then toward the end of the documentary, they loop around back to that, and they were like, oh, yeah, that money that he was trying to raise, that was the money he used to supposedly pay this fucking guy, Earl, or whatever, to go down to Florida and to assassinate Carol. So it's it's just really crazy. Like, it's just, it just goes to show that's another layer to this onion. Like, that's the next layer down. Like, that's what was going on in his fucking head mm-hmm. while he was doing a, fu- a Thanksgiving fundraiser the day after or the couple of days after his husband just died. Yeah. So yeah. it's just, and then, yo, I'm sorry. I just completely forgot. Joe fucking like two months after Travis died, Joe went on to marry, not even date. Yeah. Marry some dude he met on a hookup website yeah. and invited his ex dead ex husband's mother and nobody else. Just that, so just the mother to the, to the wedding Took some photos and then never fucking talked to her ever again. I'm sorry, all, that whole situation alone is enough to have made me hate Joe as a person. Mm-hmm. But this is—it's just so fucking weird. Like, even I'm trying to get myself in the perspective of him, a manipulator, a sociopath, a fucking maniac. I'm trying to get into his perspective, and there's no logical explanation that can make up for it. I can't imagine i'm trying to be empathetic here i'm trying to see him out maybe why did he do this what was what did he think he was going to gain there's literally nothing that i can think of 
Like yeah. it just doesn't make sense. Do you guys have any opinions? Like, what the fuck do you think about that? I just I thought it was weird the second they said that both of his previous husbands met him when they were nineteen, right out of high school or whatever. Yeah. Like not to you know, everybody can be yeah. in a sensual relationship however they much they want to be, but it's yeah, just but weird it's a at certain a certain thing, point yeah. when it if happens that ten often. Years. Yeah. Like it's that's, just that's weird. weird. I said that a thousand <laughs> times during this, but that's okay. <laughs> it's fucking weird. That's why. It's fucking weird. Oh, so quick, talk, I just got this text about on my Joe's phone. Piercings? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right, guys, I do want to wrap this up. A- anything else, you guys, that that comes to mind that you want to bring to the table really quick before we wrap up? Like something else that sticks out to you, uh, Jake? You got anything? Well, hey, if you really do care about the conservation of endangered species, you know. Do some research with the World Wildlife Fund. They're really cool, and they don't infringe on human rights like PETA does. So. <laughs> I second that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think one of the better people is documentary. As far as the main protagonists go, I think it would have to be that ex-drug kingpin from Florida. That, that guy looked pretty badass, man. He was, <laughs> he, he, was, he was pretty cool. Oh, and also... Carol Baskins is a bitch, and she totally mm-hmm. murdered her husband. Just like Epstein didn't kill himself. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna piggyback off you there with the the kingpin. Uh, a lot of people are saying he's like the most like empathetic, uh, empathetic, like, but I mean, rehabilitated person. <laughs> but I mean, we also only spend maybe two minutes with that guy throughout the entire yeah. docu. Yeah, you don't, like, you don't, you long. don't know who this guy is. You have no idea who he is. Oh, they I'm sure he's to a him. horrible, horrible person who's done some crazy shit. He I'm said sure. that Scarface was made after him. So everybody <laughs> right. in yeah. the world, let's not give this guy that much credit. We don't also, know who that federal prosecutor lady, the one with the blonde hair. I, I don't know something about her, man. I, I just, I, I just gotta say. Uh, that when they, you know when they do the courtroom because fo- they're not allowed to have photos in the courtroom of well, when they had the the trial of Joe Exotic they did the picture uh, the paintings the drawings that the people draw of the people and um it was absolutely hilarious to see the drawing of the federal prosecutor how they made her look so skinny and and, and fucking like normal looking and then like it cuts to her. And she's like this, no, not to fat shame, but she was like this huge fucking person. I mean, I'm fat myself, so I can say it. But it's like the drawing portrayed her as this skinny fit lady. And then you see her and she's like, you know, voice deep like this. And she's got an ass that's as wide as two school buses. And it's just, it's, it's fucking crazy, dude. I was ready for one of the drawings to have the, uh, Joe's first husband without a shirt on, just in the courtroom. And I'll set yeah, I don't. I don't have any of their final thoughts. I mean, there's a lot of things we probably didn't get to talk about on here. Uh, there's uh, seven episodes. You're looking at about an hour apiece. You know, set seven hours worth of stuff to watch here. Um, definitely, we're not going to be able to cover everything. With that being said, Nikita, always a pleasure, man. Thank you, Jake Carol Baskins, bitch. <laughs> my final words, Jake. So happy to have you back on, my man. Thank you for uh, for coming Thanks on. Thanks for having me, man. I enjoy doing this. Awesome. We'll, get you, we'll get, get you back on here again, man. I know there's plenty of stuff we can talk about. I love spouting science facts. <laughs> Shit was great. So, and, uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Was, this is uh, another episode in the Yo Buddy series. No, another episode of Yo <laughs> Buddy. And uh, real quick, uh, last thing I want to say is something for everybody to think about as far as our country goes. Not to get too political here. Ooh. But I want you to think about this. When you are voting, 
remember, Joe Exotic got 19% of the polls. <laughs> he did. Yes. yes, he did. Incredible. Vote wisely. All what right. Because we do not want another four years. I'm just saying. All right. <laughs> yeah. With that being said, this has been Yo Buddy. Thank Yo you, everybody, again. Buddy. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, again, for tuning in to Gizmo's Corner. Tune in next time because we're going to be doing that review on the New Zealand.